gentlemen, Woo-hoo. happy Thursday. All I can say is tonight's Hello. jawline is looking phenomenal. Hello. Phenomenal. Yeah. If y'all didn't notice, uh, Ryan and I are in the same room. That's weird. Um, so that's uh, that's something we haven't done. Um, so yeah. But anyway, yeah. What's up, guys? How's everybody? How's everyone's week been? Hype. Hype. I've been <laughs> I off. I fucking week. hate long. you so. Much. It's been <laughs> off all week. No work. It's been long, <laughs> boys. I had uh, I had a little bit of a debacle at work traveling. I was supposed to be in New York for a meeting on Tuesday. Landed for my connecting landed for my connecting flight in Charlotte. Um, got uh, checked my email and the meeting got rescheduled to Wednesday. So that's never good. That was awesome. Um, changing flights is an interesting scenario. I know I talked about this in the Discord. It's really funny when I was talking to uh, the airline rep. I will not leave the airline unnamed, um, but they were like, "Yeah, it's going to cost you five hundred dollars to change the flight." And I was like, that's ludicrous, but it only cost me $250 to book a brand new flight back, which makes zero sense. Zero sense. The nice thing here is is the hype train's free. So (laughs) we are on it. We are on it, baby. Let's go. Bobby is 100%. Look at that. He said that joke and took a drink. He's ready. (laughs) He's ready. I'm ready ready to get into it. So, everybody, welcome to another episode of Bounty Board. It is uh, Thursday, January, excuse me, 24th. Man, January is almost done. And uh, as you've heard, if you have been listening, if you haven't, welcome to the show. This episode's about hype, and there's a lot of it right now. A lot. Um, but as always, we're going to get started doing the news and, uh, unlike what I always do, I don't have any of these links actually opened. So eh, that's all right. We're pros. Um, but yeah, we've got four news items this week. Um, I didn't ask anybody to pick one up, but if anybody wants to pick one up, you can, I'm going to go ahead and start with the easiest thing, which is straight up Far Cry New Dawn had their story trailer come out this week. And for a game I was otherwise relatively uninterested in, but it was probably going to play because it's Far Cry and I, I like playing games. Um, that trailer's kind of solid. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was really strong for them to come out that way. They came out swinging with yeah. that trailer. Um, I was not a fan of the ending of Far Cry 5. I like that. Even get there. <laughs> I, I liked a lot of the mechanics in that game. And I was a little put off when I found out that this was just going to be like continuing from... Far Cry Five. I'm like, shit. I want more Far Cry, but I don't know if I want more Far Cry Five. And this this has got me excited. Yeah, Eric, you watched the trailer? I did. Um, I like you have not. F- oh wait, no, I haven't finished a Far Cry since two. So yeah, oh, better than me. <laughs> I haven't finished a single one. <laughs> yeah, I uh, played one. I, I don't know why every time Far Cry comes out, I look at the trailer, I get ready to play it, and I'm like, man, I'm going to check this one out. And then all of a sudden, it comes out, and I'm like, eh, nah, we're good. Because there's usually either something pulling my attention, or I just, I, I just, I never get around to playing them. Uh, and I don't know why, because they're all pretty good storylines. They're mechanics well, that I enjoy. Um, mechanics, yes. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I said pretty good. I didn't say, good, you know, good. I mean, they're, you know. Uh, there are some popcorn movie moments there, you know, yes, stuff like that, stuff that I enjoy right uh, in those games. Um, but yeah, it's uh, I, I don't know why I probably, you know, I'll watch the trailers. I may watch, you know, one of you guys stream it, somebody else stream it. Um, but uh, yeah, that's really about it. 
Dope. Um, yeah, I think so. Oh, go ahead. Go I ahead. think Far Cry's a lot like junk food. <laughs> like, oh, fuck. I ate junk food for dinner, Bobby. Are you coming yeah. at me like yeah, super like, hard there, right now? No, no, involved? no. Like, I, I'm saying, like, I, I, I enjoy junk food. I also oh, enjoy I enjoyed the fuck out of my McDonald's. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, like, if we weren't live, I'd probably be eating some Taco Bell right now. But, like, I think at the end of the day, like, there's oh, always going to be a spot for junk Taco food. Taco Bell. Sorry. Oh, praise be. <laughs> I just think that... Uh, Taco B. Here's, here's the thing. I'm, I'm going to play this game regardless at some point this year. It's coming out at a really unfortunate time, considering all the shit that's around it. Yep. This is a good point. And this is something we're going to talk about in this episode. Um, and Eric and I have talked about in the past... Um, but I want to bring up as a discussion point because I think everybody can weigh in on it. Um, anybody want to pick up another news article? Or do you want me to just roll with them? Sorry, this is uh, we we sound unprofessional, but I promise. Hey, I'll take the Fallout one here. All right, Rob, so, got something to tell you about Fallout, everybody. Yeah, there was uh, an article that came out. Who posted this here? Uh, Segment Next posted Segment? this. Yeah. There was a rumor that Fallout seventy six could go free to play soon, and that copies were being pulled from shelves. Um, you know, this was uh, one of those things where it's like we're all kind of waiting, like, what the fuck's going to happen with Fallout 76 and the mess that Bethesda continually has to un like undo, it seems like, since the launch of this. Um, I said from, from like the beginning that like the botched launch of this game would probably be best served as a free to play, especially like if they're trying to entice certain demographics to come in and check this game out. They already shit the bed a little bit with the audience that was faithful to it. So there was like no big surprise yeah. here um, when that when that was rolling out, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the free to play thing is an interesting um, proposition. Um, Ryan and I briefly talked about this beforehand, but the when PUBG was out, came out on Xbox, there was rumors like two months after it came out, it was going to go free to play to compete with Fortnite. Mm-hmm. And we were both, I remember having the conversation, and Eric, we might have talked about it too, but yeah. I know Ryan and I did. We were like, yo, we both spent 30 fucking dollars on this. Yeah. And like, uh, that's a gripe that I think a lot of people deserve to have if they decide to make this game free to play. Because there are, like Bobby said, like diehard Far, far Cry, sorry, Fallout fans um, who... It's just, sorry, it's just funny that Far Cry is taking place in a world covered in Fallout and our next story is about Fallout. Anyway, um, <laughs> there's a lot of diehard Fallout fans who buy every game, just like I buy every Assassin's Creed. Um, and, uh, yeah, if I bought 76 and it was such a fucking mess like it has been, and then they were like, well, it's going to be free now, <laughs> I would be livid. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, yeah. you have to do some kind of reimbursement and in some way, shape, or form, at least, because, I mean, there's no way that I'm going to pay for a game that now you're going to make free-to-play. It's like, oh, well, just because I want to be first access, like, I lost out on $70. Yeah, and now I, I, think, I think that's where PUBG had a big misstep, right, is you, they came out with uh, PUBG, and then all of a sudden they put the Battle Pass out, which was a direct carbon copy of what... Epic was doing with Fortnite, they mm. charged you for the game, and then they charged you for the battle pass as well, which is something Fortnite didn't do. Like, if you want right. to play Fortnite, you know, you don't need. Like, I have a buddy who's played Fortnite and never once bought a battle pass, and it's now season seven, and he still play. He just doesn't care. <laughs> he just plays with the default skin. He plays with the default game, 
<laughs> well, I mean, I mean, you don't have you don't have to pay for the battle pass on any of the games that come out. You still get new stuff. Right, right, yep. right. I'm talking about the paid content though. Is I understand you get new stuff. So here's uh, the thing though, and Ryan will probably have something to say about this because we've been doing it. Um, first off, it wasn't immediate that they got the battle pass. It took a minute. Um, but more importantly, I don't get everyone's beef with a paid game having a battle pass. Um, <clears throat> Or something like it, because it's essentially a season pass, but it gives you immediate rewards. I'm not saying um, I'm not and, saying there was beef with it. I'm saying there's beef in the way that Blue Hole handled it. Sure. Well, Blue Hole, right. Blue Hole just kind of tried to copy what Fortnite did, but at the same time, literally the same day that that PUBG's Battle Pass came out, um, Rocket League's Rocket Pass came out. I paid for that game twice, mm-hmm. and oh no, wait, it was free on PlayStation. Yeah, I paid for that game once, whatever. Um, and but I absolutely have bought every Rocket Pass just because I fucking love that game. Right. Um, yeah. So it's it's an interesting space and the one that I'm sure will evolve as we turn season passes into more to, rewarding loot passes and shit to to put a bow on this this article because i mean again it's a rumor this this was posted on january 21st uh the next day uh there was a twitter user xgtx dopey tweeted at bethesda and, that is and, a serious uh, name. very serious and was basically i'm just going to read it here hey fallout 76 goes free to play i want my money back straight up 500 atoms ain't going to cut it this time as a diehard fan There'd be no coming back to the, that slap in the face. And so uh, I'll say this much. Bethesda came back and said there's no truth of the rumor. That's a very safe tweet for them to respond to something like that. But uh, who knows? Well, the verdict's still out on what, what they're going to do, but they need to do something because ignoring uh, a dumpster fire doesn't mean it's going to burn out. Yeah, right. absolutely. Yeah, so um, yeah, I think that's a good good walking right into out of a dumpster fire and into a monumental moment in cinema history. Uh, I I think is, I think is our next news article here is I just want to run down. So the Oscar nominations came out this weekend. What up Judas Jones? Glad you're here, brother. Um, We got, we got their best picture nominations. I'm just going to run down the list real quick for you in reverse order. Vice, a star is born, Roma, green book, the favorite, Bohemian Rhapsody, Black Klansman, and ladies and gentlemen, the very first superhero movie to ever, and I don't think there's a more deserving one, honestly, Black Panther. Congratulations. Man. Just unreal Man. that that's there. It's it's weird that it's taken this long because like the Nolan Batman movies right, were right, worthy right. of a best picture, and I think Winter Soldier was worthy of a best picture. Totally. Um, yeah. But Black Panther was fucking groundbreaking. It was. Um, yeah. It made so much money. It was in theaters until like fucking March and it came out the first. No, it was in theaters until like April. And it came out the first week of February. Yep. Um, yeah. Super dope. You listed one in there and I wanted to say, what was the last one? Black the, the, one you, the one you read first? Vice. The one about Dick Cheney. Oh, yeah. The one where Christian Bale at the Golden Globes thanked Satan for his inspiration <laughs> to play Dick Cheney. <laughs> Fucking amazing. Sorry, don't want to take away from Black Panther, but a dude literally thanked Satan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's not far off from inspiration there. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, yeah uh, Black, Panther, Black Panther getting the Oscar nod is fucking dope. It is. Um, I, have, I have the only one I, I have not seen Vice and I have not seen Roma. 
Uh, I've seen the rest of them. Um, it'll be interesting to see how where the academy goes with that. I think it's, you know, even even with, um, I think it just being nominated is a is a next step, right? I think we'll say, um, yeah. yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm bummed that, that Ryan wasn't uh, Ryan Coolidge wasn't nominated for best director for that. That's a bummer. Yeah. I get it though. See, if, if I can be for a second, just because I think Kugler has been okay. People are gonna hate me if they ever listen to this and 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 find me in public. But Kugler's been an amazing director for a very long time, and I think Black Panther might have some of his weakest direction just in its bad guy, because Killgrave yeah. or Kill. Wow, Monger. I said Killgrave. Killmonger is awesome. But Michael B. Jordan is a little hammy the whole movie. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's a, don't get me wrong. It's a fantastic film. But there are several times that Michael B. Jordan talks and I'm like, dude, calm down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, good shit all around. Um, and for the last news article, so we can wrap up in a cool 15 minutes after getting started. It's relatively quick. Last week we talked about Assassin's Creed. Did we talk about this? Shit. I don't think so. So no, a couple. No, no, no. Weeks... Yeah, we talked about. Yeah, it was last week because the news just broke last week. Okay, so within the last week, Assassin's Maybe. Creed released a DLC that forced players to, um, with their character, <clears throat> um, have a relationship that led to the character having a child, and people were upset with it mainly because they touted the game for, excuse me, uh, allowing people to, you know. Let their characters love who they wanted. You could be gay, you could be straight, you could be bisexual. Um, and all of those things were completely up to the player, and then they forced players into a, A, heterosexual relationship, and B, forced like female players to have a kid. And that's like a thing that people didn't really like. Um, so the news Even this if you did not romance, you ended up with a kid. Yeah, like regardless <laughs> of what you did, you ended up with a kid. So this article is coming out of Polygon. It was written by... Uh, <clears throat> Owen Good, uh, and it's essentially just announcing that Assassin's Creed has announced that they're going to alter the DLC scenes and dialogue uh, to change the forced romantic storyline, which I, I could read more from that article, but that gives you basically what you need to know. Essentially, Ubisoft has heard people that are upset um, and is backtracking. I thought it was really big of the yeah. director of the game to come out um, on social media and like really own the mistake like we thought we were doing something cool and we completely missed the point and we're sorry um the fact that they're going back and actually fixing stuff now really cool yeah i think it's great um feedback not always easy to get but super important to receive and in this case like especially in today's standards i think that there there needs to be a little bit more of a dialogue and we've talked about this with developers like what can they do um but I do think that there needs to be a little bit more of a call and response sometimes. And I, I think that it needs to be professional from the fans and the community because it can be toxic really quickly. But I think that if you state like what you feel passionate about and, and you bring up like your beliefs and what you're you're caring for in a way that is uh, palatable by the people involved, I think it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, that yeah sounded... Well, I like mean, it I had a question mark in, attached to it. Well, no, it's 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 an it's got an ellipsis at the end of it. I, um, I agree with it in this instance, right? Because Ubisoft missed the beat, um, uh, you know, by quite a bit. But there's a lot of instances sure. where fans just, you know, and gaming more so than anybody, because for some reason, 
of this community and, and you know, you, I'll say it, feels they have some sort of entitlement, right? To be clear, by this community, he does not mean you listening to Nerdy yeah, Bits. Yeah, not the Nerdy Bits community, <laughs> but the gaming community as a whole, right? Uh, and not yeah, the, yeah. You know, but they feel like they have the ability to, and I'm not saying every game doesn't demand it. The games like Destiny, the shared service games and stuff like that, but these single-player experiences where somebody pours their blood, sweat, and tears into a storyline uh, and then the community just complains about it the whole time and it feels like they can alter someone's artistic vision for what it is, it kind of just grates me. I understand this misstep, right? It was it was not cool for them to take, a, you know, you know, regardless of what you did and all the play, all the, 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 the latitude they gave you as a player to make choices to just immediately yank those out of you. But sometimes it's like, guys, just step back and appreciate and have some debate about the artistic vision and don't just try and bend everybody's will and complain about it. Um, yeah, to absolutely. Everything. So, you know, it's, it's, I, I, I'm glad that Ubisoft owned up to the mistake because this was a glaring mistake. But there's sometimes it's just like, guys, come on. These are artists pouring their life into yeah. something. Let them be. Let them be. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, nobody, yeah, there was a... Bitching about Banksy when he, you know, booby traps a painting. Uh, that shit's amazing, right? Oh, no, people are bitching about it. We well, just don't I'm, give a fuck. I'm not, because it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, there was absolutely some knee-jerk from people that are like, ugh, gamers are so entitled. But then um, of those people that I know, and I'll say no names... Um, the once the explanation was made clear, everyone was like, "Oh, yeah, that was stupid." Um, that was not the people, but the the decision by yeah, Ubisoft. Great debate. Anyway, so yeah, the debate was something. <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't know, we have other you know Discord chats, and we got in a lively debate about this because some people were like, "People, are, gamers are entitled." It was fun. Anyway, <clears throat> excuse me. Oh, dude, sorry, I tried to change track. I forgot that debate literally made people fucking leave the group. Yeah, oh, they were not happy. Yeah, there, there, uh, was, there was a lot of uh, very, oh, very yeah. heated. Uh, I forgot that, that. Yeah, that was some of those. Sounds like I joined at the right just, time, guys. I stay away from it. <laughs> um, yeah, this is in a different server. I, I just, I just <laughs> read those arguments and I ignore them for the most part because yeah. I, I don't want to be the next victim. Yeah. Just there, saying, <laughs> maybe the wrong thing. I don't hey, know. Hey guys, there is one news article. Before we move on, I think this is a good oh. segue though into you know the topic for the night, and Caleb will let you get into that. But I just want to I just want to say this came out from Kotaku a little bit earlier in the week, uh, actually right after we recorded the last uh, the last podcast. Hold on, you're not gonna fucking guys. Go there's ahead. a Power Rangers fighting game. Coming God out. damn it! All right, everybody. So moving on from that. <laughs> Fuck yes. All right, let's get into it because I think that segues oh, perfectly man. into the hype trade. No, it doesn't. It yes, might it for does. you, but okay. So, um, hype for Eric. Hype for Eric is when a garbage. Never mind. Um, <laughs> Careful. So Don't tread on my week, childhood. No, Power Power Rangers is dope. Um, this week we're talking about hype, and I said this in the beginning. We talked about it a little bit since. Um, but if you don't know what hype is, you're not living. So mm-hmm. video game industry over the last like 10 years has built this relationship with hype that is very uh, love-hate, I would say. Um, essentially, hype is when you get super, super, super excited about something coming out. And so um, we thought with The Division coming out and us being able to 
only go about five minutes without talking about it. And with Anthem coming out and us being able to take about five seconds in between breaks of talking about it, that we should talk about getting excited about games and whether or not it sets you up for disappointment. Um, and so Bobby has created some questions, and I'm gonna I'm gonna man the first one to try and kind of get us uh, get us moving. But you guys, my dudes, everybody here, what was the most hype you have ever been for a game? Uh, let's, let's say ever, Bobby. You said this generation. I want to open this up because. There, people have been hyped for games on PS2. I just want to know. Power Rangers fighting game. Fuck. <laughs> fuck. Uh, I, I think I can do that one. Because, like, I didn't really know what hype was, right? Like, you'd be excited when you were a kid, and, like, every fucking thing excited you. You know, you're like, oh, I get a new game. And, like, you had like, these big moments where, like, you have to wait for, like, you know, a holiday or, like, a birthday or something, at least in my childhood, to, to get a game. You had, like, your one yeah. game to get you through months. Yeah, you and got so, like, play for, like, 180 hours. Yeah, right? But then you get to a point where you're a little bit older and you're not quite smart enough to make, you know, full adult decisions, but you can, you know, spend money on dumb shit. And sure. so I remember uh, Halo 2 is probably like when hype grabbed me for the first time and this rocked me in its sweet embrace. And yep. like I was outside of a, a mall in Illinois and there was lines of people to get this video game. And we got there early. There was people like passing around Domino's pizza boxes, and like for me, Ooh, I just got goosebumps, dude. Yeah, just you're that, so right. Go ahead. Like people were just like sharing about like, dude, are you gonna do this? Are you gonna do that? Like, have you seen this? And like people were like theorizing. Like this is like on like the the, the fringe of like, you know, chats and communities online where people didn't really have all the stuff. You're still flipping through, you know, physical media to like get any images you can of this shit. Yeah, and so. Like, I'm sitting there, and, like, the guys that I was with had, like, been all in on Halo. I was more of a Nintendo kid. I was new to this shit. And so, like, like over, like, the next hour, I became, like, this gigantic fanboy who knew everything to know about, you know, what Bungie was doing, what was going on with Halo 2. We drove our asses back, like, an hour and a half home, and we stayed up until, like, 6 or 7 in the morning just playing through this shit. And yeah, so, man. like, I, I think that was... For me, like I didn't know it at the time, and it took me some time. Like, because you never know shit when you're in it. It's not when you when you're looking back you realize it. And so that was it. That was hype, man. That was the birth of hype for me. Yeah. Um. So the the oh god, I remember Halo two, and I remember Halo. I was eleven when Halo two came out. Just in case y'all wanted to feel old. You baby. Um. I remember. So my uncle Ben worked at a. I'm not. I'm not gonna become Spider Man, but if I do, I'm already set up. Anyway, my uncle Ben um, worked at a game crazy for a long time, and he was there during the Halo Two release. I'm almost positive. I love Game Crazy, by the way. Like tournaments every week. Fuck, dude, like Game Crazy was so much stuff. better than GameStop. It was. We'll remember. Oh, just was. a moment of silence for for Game Crazy. Pour, pour one out. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> so uh, I remember the Halo 2 release, and uh, I remember the Halo 3 release, but Halo 2 was, and uh, I'm sure we've all talked about this at least once before, but like Halo 2 was the first time that video games had the midnight release craze. Halo 2 mm -hmm. created it. Um, and I remember just the fucking people passing around pizza and like, Sharing stories about Halo One and just being mm -hmm. so excited for Halo Two. Well, I, th um, 
Man, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, I think, I think you said Halo 2 created it. I'm going to take a step back, and I think I'm going to say, I think Halo 1 is actually the one that created it. Because if you think back to before video games, before, and, I, and I have defended this point, and I'll, I'll defend it till you know, I'm in the grave. That's pretty soon, right? Because you're old. Right. Uh, I'm getting there. Um, but the uh, – and for those of you new to the show – I think I'm the uh, yeah no I'm definitely older than Bobby but I'm I'm multiple. I, I don't know Caleb's at least twelve I think Caleb's twelve did. Ryan's ten I'm damn okay. near four I'm damn near forty um, What year did you graduate I'm, high school ninety nine boys Jeez. oh Bobby old man oh four okay old man yeah just barely yikes anyway just barely let's not get into that. But what I was saying is, is I was eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were. Uh, what I'm getting at is, is Halo. If and I, I'm gonna, and I always say this, and I always go back to it is, Halo kind of changed the course of video games. Right before then, mm-hmm. you had big games, and everybody knew what gaming was, but it was still very niche. And Halo changed the way people looked at console gaming and games. Period. Kind of the way Fortnite is doing now. Um, for for online games and shared services games, right? And that, because of that, and the I remember four Xboxes, sixteen people, thirty packs of beer everywhere in college, um, just weekend benders of nothing but Halo tournaments with network land parties, man, land parties running everywhere. And then when Halo Two came out. It was the same damn thing. We didn't even give a shit about Xbox Live. We just hopped yeah. in and did the Land same parties thing. Land parties were the shit. Yeah. We like used to show, showing up to people's houses with like 15 like monitors. Everybody yep. hooked in together. Like, oh my God. It we was... used to throw parties where we'd have like 16 people <sighs> playing Halo. I miss this shit. Do that shit again. Like I would yes. like, totally. leave right now, bring my Go. TV with me, and just set it up. Tentatively? Let's. Let... This is completely a little change over time. But let's say for... Um, extra life, 2019. We throw a fucking land party for yes. 24 hours and just oh. like, dude, I'll come set my, I'll fucking stream that shit. 24 hour yeah. stream land yeah. party. Oh my god! Just stream a camera like this in a room full of people. Dude, I'll I'll bust out my old George Foreman I used when I was playing. <laughs> like I get some beanies next to the Xbox. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so hype has such a near and dear place in everyone's hearts. This is awesome. Oh, so I think the moment I don't know about what Ryan will say, but I think the moment that like if we had like a group hype, it would be Halo Three, because I remember yeah I remember you came over to my now wife's house uh, and we played through all of Halo Three in like a day. Yes, yes we did. Uh, and then when spoiler alert, this game's old, but yeah, I'm spoiling it. Um, at the end when the fucking ship gets cut in half by what? the slip space bubble. And Master Chief gets left behind. We both sat there like, "What the fuck?" Yep. Just like now, what the fuck? Caleb? Sorry, what we're podcasting? Professionals. Sorry, I swear. <laughs> so, so the so what about this question though about hype? How much is hype going down? Like that style of hype, with like games being almost digitally downloaded now. Like, I know some almost. people go out, they, they still go out and get the hard copies. That's why I said almost. He means almost only digitally downloaded. You know, because a lot of, I, I know a lot of friends that went out and got Red Dead Redemption copies from GameStop the night of, but those lines are getting shorter and shorter because yeah. 
we can download it before it even comes out, and then it comes out, and now I can play it at 11 o'clock at night. Oh, this is such night. a good fucking question. Fuck. Like, or, I don't know. you know, you can pay somebody going. to have it come out earlier, too. Like, you can pay more money to get a different tier release. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. You know? and, it breaks up It breaks and, up the hype. Yeah, the hype's gone. I, I mean, I, I wouldn't say it's I, gone, but, like... It's can't, changed, like, right? Like, it's yeah, it's changed, but like, do you get to you don't get to enjoy it the same way anymore? Like, I miss going to midnight's I, for Assassin's Creed and Halo for I, sure. I miss it, right? I don't think it, now that I'm, you know, I, I've got two kids, uh, you know, it's it's a little bit different, right? I do do I feel sad that I, I I may you know may not get to experience that with you know my son or my daughter um, standing in line for a midnight release, you know, uh, yeah. Uh, absolutely, I think that would be something that would be fun. It, it was, I always had a blast, you know, going to GameStop, hanging out. Sure. Um, you know, because uh, you know, my a good buddy of mine was a manager uh, at the GameStop I would always go to. Um, but I don't necessarily think the hype is dying. I think it's evolving, right? And it's evolving in a way that I don't know is good for what it is. Yeah, it's it's definitely not. Right. It's definitely not a positive way at all. Yeah, it's it, it it and this goes back a little bit to what I was saying about the Assassin's Creed thing, right? It is it's becoming a to- I don't want to say toxic because that word's thrown around way too easily these days. It's becoming a channel. Um, it's becoming a channel for people to access developers in not a good way, right? You know, they're they're jumping on the hype train. I know we're going to get into the examples of what you know what let us down and there's some pretty poignant ones especially in this generation of consoles. Uh, but I think developers are starting to learn from that, right? Um, and Caleb, I know you're going to bring up Watch Dogs 2 in a minute because uh, I think that's a perfect example of how it was done correctly. Yeah. Um, sure. But yeah, I, I yeah, I, I don't think it, I don't necessarily think the hype is dying. I think it's just like I said, it's evolving. Uh, and I'm not sure the get... way it's evolving is the right way. I get pretty hyped putting on my soft clothes around 11 o'clock at night when those games unlock. Putting on my soft clothes? I was so confused. (laughs) I get it now, but fuck Being able to sit there at home and like... soft clothes? (laughs) 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 And have those games unlock. Put my Snuggie on. (laughs) Just get my Snuggie, have my snacks, ready to go. I got my hot tea right here, man. I'm trying to get my ass healthy. And so, like, I think there's something special about that, and like how you're a little ritual. But I do miss, like, to go back and answer the question. I think, I think the closest I got to it was probably the Switch release uh, for like that magical moment again. Yeah. But it's it's one of those things. Like, you got more games with services. Like, you've got, like, fuck. We were even talking about like, if I do EA Access, I'm gonna get Anthem, you know, a week early. So am I gonna pay the the month for that? Because I don't want to wait for the physical game to come out. And it's one of those situations where it's like, if you can get it now, why wait? And I think that there's a zeitgeist that happens still, like in these Discord chats or these group chats you have elsewhere. And it's so fun to like see like all the, like today there was just some wild shit. Like we were talking about Anthem and somehow we started mashing up like Vince McMahon with like Iron Man. And we were like doing like these crazy things just like with the hype with it. And I had like that little, in line moment in a group chat it's never going to replicate it's never going to be the same but i think hype will have pockets of hope for people for a while i just don't know if it'll ever be like it was you know the good old days man so i i (laughs) 
I, I like to say that I'm an optimist. Um, I think most people would probably uh, corroborate that. Um, Ryan and I got in a couple of fun discussions today oh, because boy. I was, uh, I'm tirelessly optimistic. Um, so it makes people that like want to be either pragmatic, realistic, or pessimistic really fucking pissy. Um, not saying Ryan was getting pissy. Sorry, that sounded like that. Um, but my point in bringing this up is I get hyped about stuff. I think pretty objectively and pretty frequently. Um, I know people that have like reined in and like Skiwi in the chat said that like he, that hype 100% sets him up for disappointment because he's been disappointed too much. Um, I got hyped for Red Dead and fucking loved that game. I got hyped for uh, Rocket League, loved that. I got hyped for Sea of Thieves. And like as much as I don't play that game a lot now and as much as I didn't like what it was in terms of loop, I really enjoyed playing it the first 12 hours I played it. Um, so I think there's maybe, possibly, a way for hype to stay a big thing and people just learn how to fucking manage their reactions to things. Um, yeah. Or, or not just that, because I don't want to. I don't want to say that like if you were super excited about something and it was bad, that you it's your fault that you <laughs> thought it was bad. Um, or, like, I don't know, I kind of go into every game release with, like, a, a level of understanding that, like, there's a good chance with every game that, like, it's not going to be good. Because <laughs> games are so fucking hard to make and make well. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll talk about that more as we move on to more questions. By the um, way, my wife is in chat now. Um, Sergeant Sodium is here. This is me. But I am currently not at home on my computer, so oh, the wife is on, Mrs. Sergeant Sodium. Hello, Mrs. Sodium. <laughs> Welcome, Mrs. Sodium. <laughs> Sending out the new emote. I yeah, like man. That. Looks um, good. Looks good. <laughs> so we've talked about the stuff, Eric. You didn't. I guess Bobby and I kind of commandeered that. Eric and Ryan, y'all haven't shared the moments you were most hyped for a game. No, I agree so... with Halo too. I think it was... <clears throat> oh, okay, you agree with yeah, that. I, okay. I, I, that would be mine as well. I mean, there's moments in time where I've been... Su- like, the Division 1, I was incredibly hyped. Uh, I, I Not yeah. at the level of Halo 2, but I think there's something to be said to Ryan's point, right? It's, 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 a, it's a different thing. I remember because I was working at Best Buy at the time, I remember I worked the Halo 2 launch, right? The midnight release at Best Buy. And it was a, I mean, in Lubbock, Texas, Best Buy was it, right? The GameStop was great. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, but there's nothing out there. There's Best Buy, there, but you know, uh, you know, the manager of uh, the Best Buy that I was, when I was working there in college, he was also a huge gamer. So he did that. I mean, he used all of the petty cash for that week to make that release amazing like there was he found a he found a kid in college to come out and dj the whole damn thing there was pizza for everybody there was you know drinks i mean he threw a party in the parking lot of the best buy for uh the release of halo 2 and i think to ryan's point there's some as hyped as i was for the first division there's something about being at a party or a release party in that fashion that's always going to yeah. be there because you have the electricity in the air. I can be hyped about a game. I was super excited about a game, walking around, <laughs> talking to my wife about it. But ultimately, it's like she's like – and I'm just kind of like, hey. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean we're, we're not around the 
the nerds anymore. We're not around everybody that thinks the same way as we do anymore. Yeah, we're in a friggin' Xbox Live party. We're like, oh my god, it's, we're downloading it right now. Like, nobody's getting hyped for that. Like, nobody's getting excited. Like, <laughs> dude, that's, 75%. Let's go. And, the, like, I'm over here talking shit. Like, my internet's faster. I'm already done. I'm already playing. Yeah, you're behind. Let's go. Like, I, hurry up. Like, you're getting mad at somebody for not having it downloaded yet. Yeah. <laughs> like, Box run. Thank you for that host. Um, but no, what I'm getting at is, is, and I don't think it's, um, that's what I'm talking about with it evolving, right? Is I'm in a bunch of different discord servers where everybody today was talking about the Anthem private, you know, beta, uh, this weekend. And that's, that's a different type of hype. And I, I like to, Hey, thanks for that follow Fox. Um, but what I'm getting at is I think it's a different type of hype and it's evolving. And in those communities that I'm in, it's very positive. I mentioned as a whole globally gamers a little bit at the top of the hour entitled and stuff like that. But I think it's the, the, uh, interesting thing. And especially with, and I would argue that discord is now my most used bit of social media, um, because I'm in a whole bunch of different servers. Um, and I'm interacting with people in all of my different communities up and down, uh, the board all day. And it's, 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 Quote, to quote you, surrounded by nerds, right? I, I, I choose the communities. I choose the servers that I want to be in, and I have good conversations. I think, you know, we had, you know, a member of one of my communities on, uh, you know, uh, a couple weeks ago, and I think that was one of the best episodes we've done in a long time. Not, you know, we've done great episodes, but the one we did with uh, oh, with Avil. Eh, no, shut up, Ryan. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, I think from a topic standpoint, just people, you know, with, with, with that one we did. Um but yeah, it's 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 an evolution, and now I've lost my train of thought completely. <laughs> Thank God. Go. Somebody, lost, lost somebody saved me, guys. Lost he lost the, the hype train. He lost the hype train of thought. I'm just gonna, um, I'm just gonna, like, so I think that like we're we're at that point though where we can really start to like dissect: Do we legitimately feel is hype hurting or helping games in today? Like not looking back when we were eating pizza, shopping malls, waiting on games to come out, but like in in 2019. Like looking ahead, especially in the next ninety days, like do we feel that the hype is helping or hurting the experience? I think it's hurting. Ooh, hot takes. Go ahead, Ryan. Tell us about it. Uh, well, I mean, when you had those days of like going and doing the midnight releases, that kind of stuff, it was more of a, you know, I'm texting my friends nonstop. Like, dude, are you here? Like, are you get? Are, are you going to be here soon? Like. Like, I want to be in the experience with you. Like, you're actually waiting for people to show up. You know, you're, it's a different way of socializing other than sitting behind your TV screen, just downloading the game, you know, talking about it. You know, you're actually there, you know, you're picking up four or five, six friends to go with you, packing more people you can in your car just to have everybody there and having a good time. Like, you're out past curfew. Whenever you're you're supposed you know at 16 years old picking Good up a year. brand new game you know like it's it's the coolest thing ever and now it's you know oh well it's in my queue to download so I guess we'll get to it later let's play a game until then. But Interesting. You- I didn't think that this would uh, evolve into digital games killing hype, but like it's absolutely a, a thing that I just kind of dealt with and haven't thought about. Um, but but I haven't heard a, a, like our parties get excited, like we talk about it in yeah. Discord and you know we talk about it like oh Red Dead Two's coming out you know it's going to be a fun game it's going to be cool really cool, but I mean you never get that full like you build up but never like really get the release from it. 
Yeah, I think it's it's a situation right now where like. Can you define get the release? <laughs> no, let Bobby talk. Please let us move on. Let well, Bobby talk. I mean, talk about the stage. We'll, we'll come back to that point. Let me get my soft clothes really quick. Um, <laughs> uh, I think that when I look at what's going on with with the hype and how it impacts things, like I can pull up, like I think today, yeah, today. Like all the Kingdom Heart three uh, reviews went live, right? Oh, and oh. that's that's not a game that like I have any any stock in. That's not for me. Not knocking it by any means, but there was somebody who I was in a group chat with that was like super hyped for it, and there was a, a few like one for one like good article, mediocre bad article on it. And I think that our hype is so easily um, enticed these days with just the nature of how we communicate, where. Like we communicate at a frequency, like you mentioned Discord and having all these communities and servers there. Like we got these group chats happening. Like I can pull up a video and watch a video on my phone in a second where like it used to be riding my fat ass on a bike to somebody's house to then, you know, wait on their slow ass internet to load something up for me to watch a trailer. There was just a lot more idle time between the big waves. And it seems like the waves are coming more and more and more because the industry's grown at a pace that's undeniable. And so when I look at, like, is it easy to be hyped? Well, yeah, they would announce a game. You'd read about it in, you know, Game Informer or whatever. You'd wait months with nothing else, and you'd finally get that game. And now it's like, oh, I got Game Pass. I just put up three more games. Like, I can just do this to kill the timer or do something else and, like, occupy my space with other things. Not to mention, you know, my 40-hour-a-week job. Like, the shit I do with my family and my wife. Like, there's a lot more distractions from just the one thing I would focus on when my life was a lot easier so I, I think now, like, I want your job. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, 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 I put in a little bit. More. I put in more than that usually, but on paper I'm supposed to do forty. <laughs> uh, I, I think that um, it's interesting. Like, just I often ask myself, like, do I get as excited about things as I'm? I'm like Caleb. I'm pretty optimistic. I'm all in. Like when I like something, I love it. Like I don't really have like a. A, a middle ground like i'm either yeah. all in or all out yeah. and so like with hype like it doesn't take a lot for me to get excited and it feeds off of each other like you mentioned red dead like i was really burned like i hated red dead redemption 2 but red dead redemption 1 is one of my fondest games yeah. and so hype killed me there just just obliterated me and uh it sucked because there was like tombstone gif after tombstone gif after all this shit happening like leading up to it and then to get the game and be so lit down like is it me because then like one of the guys in the chat it's like one of his game of the years so there's just a lot of things that like go into it i'm rambling at this point but no no you're i think red dead was my game of the year which yeah. is interesting because i've we've talked briefly about um doing like a deep dive thing talking about sure. it but uh yeah i so it, it makes me curious just because like hype has changed so much over time too because of the advent of digital um downloading and the the less like outgoing nature of people overall um like one of my fondest memories is doing my first midnight release as an employee of GameStop for Grand Theft Auto 5 in 2013 and just the fucking mix of the crowd that was there like just like the the podunkest of people mixed with like the most learned of people. It was just like smart people, dumb people, rich people, poor people, like 
everybody loves Grand Theft Auto. Everybody was there, and like they were all hanging out together because they had something in common. For well, once. I mean, they all had one um, of each character in that game, so they all had to show up for it. <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure. Uh, this is true. Um, but like, fuck, that's a really good point. Anyway, um, but it's it was like a it was like a mixing a mixing pot, melting pot. Words dumb um, of a <laughs> of an event, and like, I think that might be an issue in games right now is that like people don't realize that like everybody plays games and that there's a lot of different people that like the same games as you but to not focus too much on like midnight releases and how awesome they are um i have had like i was saying earlier i've had a pretty positive experience with hype just because like i get excited about shit but i also i'm like i mean it's all right uh and so bobby and i uh talked in October, when Assassin's Creed came out, um, it might have been November, but we talked briefly while we were both playing that game, and you asked me like how I felt about it, and I think I even spun that game because, like, to me, Odyssey is a good game. Mm-hmm. Um, it is not a good Assassin's Creed game, right? And uh, that bums me out, and also makes me excited. Mm-hmm. Where like I got super hyped for Assassin's Creed, and instead I got this really dope game set in ancient Greece. Um, that's not really Assassin's Creed, but I'm still super excited for the next one. And so I guess where I want to go with this into the next question is, uh, when has hype hurt you? Like, when have you actually been super pumped about a thing and then been really let down that it wasn't what you thought it would be? And further than that, if it was an installment in a series, did you go back later? I'll start. Um... So I don't have a, a memory where hype has ever let me down because I'm kind of like you, Caleb. I'm kind of an undying optimist about things, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not that hype let me down. It's I am very good at and, – and maybe it's nature of what I do for a living, but I'm also – I'm very good at stepping back and looking at design choices and the way somebody did something and understanding like, okay, I can see why they did that. I may not agree with it, but that's not going to bum me out and make me hate a game for it. Um, right. There have uh, shit. I'm 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 having. I mean, lately, and I, I know you put it, and I don't want to take yours um, either, Bobby. I, but I would have to agree, and I know you're gonna. You might want to jump into yours. Mass Effect Andromeda, right? I was hyped for another Mass Effect game, and I got. Uh, and it wasn't even that the it was the story or anything else. It just it just kind of fell flat. Um, you know, I think there there, there, there was there was a lot there. I mean, I, I don't know. I'll speak for myself on that yeah. with with Mass Effect. Like the previous generation, that was the game for me. Like that's one of my most beloved franchises. And so to finally get another one, when I didn't think it would ever happen, like the amount of expectations I put on it was unrealistic in in hindsight. But they didn't do a fucking good job of delivering either. <laughs> and so. Like I was incredibly disappointed where I couldn't even get through the you know first hours of that game. Like that stung. Like to, to know that there's a Mass Effect that like I'm not playing. Like there's a whole story that like bums me the fuck out. So like I get it. Like that fuck, one, man. Yeah, that one hurts bad. It still does. So, so I, <laughs> sorry, I enjoyed Andromeda. Um, I uh, I don't know. I kind of went into that game with the mindset of like. Well, how was Mass Effect 1? And I think a lot of people 
and this is definitely a problem with hype, right? A lot of people look back on sequels or like revivals of old series and they they dive back through all the other games and think like how fucking amazing they were. But I think that Mass Effect 1 by and large is a, hmm it's a good game but it's an overrated game. I think the story is fantastic and I don't want to knock that at all. Gameplay wise that game sucks and mechanics sure. wise that game sucks. Um and so I think I went into Andromeda with like, yo, it's another Mass Effect. And just wanting to be in the universe. So when the story was like, meh, I don't really care. Um, but I do hear I do hear the complaint that like that game wasn't as good as Mass Effect 2, right? But I think it if it was if it's what it, I think it is, and it's gonna end up being a part of a series, and this is how I rationalize like you guys are getting a, a window into my brain when I when I do this shit. Please close. Um, <laughs> Please close it, he says. When when um, when I was rationalizing it, in my brain I was like, no, this isn't as good as Mass Effect 2, but it's Mass Effect 1. It's a new beginning, and like new beginnings always kind of suck because there's a lot of stuff they A, don't tie up because they have plans to come back to it later. Uh, B, there's a lot of stuff that like just doesn't really move anywhere. Um, and I think it set up a really good universe, but I do get... It was also kind of poopy duty when yeah, it came think, out. <laughs> you know, for me, I was like, I did, I did all the right things. Like, I, I pre-ordered it like a, a shitty gamer should. I uh, gave them my money ahead of playing it. Hold on, I, why does pre-ordering shit make you a shitty gamer? This isn't saying that's what you said. I know that's, what, I know that's what some people it, say. It makes you, but it, why? It makes you a shitty consumer, right? Because you're essentially saying whether or not the product is crap or not, I'm still, I'm still right. supporting you. I don't. Think, I, I, I'm not. I, I've had Anthem pre-ordered since the button I get it. became okay. available. I was gonna say you've had Anthem pre-ordered since Dude, June I'm, of yeah, 2020. Here's the thing: like I, I pre-order everything still. I'm so terrible. But it's not like it's a problem, and I, like that's a whole other podcast we should have. Is like the the ethics of pre-ordering. But I think that I, I did. Understand, I don't think I understand why it's unethical or bad. I think the old way of pre-ordering was better, but we can do that on a different podcast. Yeah, we can we can debate it. Later. Yeah, so, I think we can. I, but you said you did everything right. You said you yeah, I pre-ordered right. the game. I watched all the you know commentary from Bioware and EA on like the process of making it. Like I bought into it. I was so hyped. And then like it's the like a day I think a day before you started to see like this game is broken as hell, and like the delivery of that game came. And I had this moment where it was just like, man, you played this shit so wrong. Like you, you did this to yourself. And like, I, I had to like make a decision on that. Was it my fault that I was upset or was it a product that I had like been maybe misled on? And uh, yeah, I mean, Fallout 76 here in the chat, like, absolutely. Like I also pre-ordered that one like a dumbass because it said Fallout in the title. Oh my God, Bobby, <laughs> you pre-ordered 76. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, man. I was not confident about that. As soon as they That's announced it, I was I got like, problems, nope. guys. I got problems. <laughs> you got them uh, but yeah, I, mean, I, I get, did that. Please, please help me. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like, I don't know if the, the, the pre order episode will be more of an intervention for me. Just like, don't tell yes. me when we do it. <laughs> yes. But my wife knows to have some cold drinks ready at the house. But shit, that's like, the opposite of what you should bring to an intervention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. So no, I don't know. Like I, I, I love hype. Like I do. I, I love the I love the yeah. the zeitgeist that forms around something like like we've been talking, we talked earlier about this about the vision and like 
we're even going to go play through Division One again because, like, we're so excited about the next one that we're going to do this shit. Like, there's something very much old school. If we're going to go back to what we talked about earlier about that conversation, very specifically yeah. under a microscope, like we're gonna we're gonna talk about the the old shit that we like to get ready for the new shit we like. I might even have a snack while we're doing it. Who knows? Yeah, you might even be in your soft clothes. I will be. Um, oh, I my. will be. I will be too, Bobby. Um, so, <laughs> dude, I don't know where this is I, going. I, I want to talk about the division for a little bit, um, and then the anthem because uh, hype train. The whole group is hyped about the division. Yeah. Um, I think Ryan's coming around to figuring out that he probably should start figuring out what the anthem is about. Um, but like. That's fine because nobody knows what fucking anthem's about. They've shown us like apparently enough. Eric knows everything. Oh, haven't said anything. Well, Eric, five years ago. Eric got to play it already. Um, I played it. Yeah, Bobby played it too. Bobby played it too. Yeah, a couple people got into the closed alpha and they said they liked it a lot. I... But, um, like, so when the division came out, it within like the first six months or something that was not even first six months. It was. It is to this day the best-selling new IP in video game history. Yep. Like a brand new title that no, like there's no game before it. Um, it's sold better than any brand new title. And I remember getting to the end of that game and like starting the end game stuff and being like, "This sucks," but still defending it mm-hmm. because I was like, "Yo." It's a new IP. Like, no shit, it's going to be... Not only- it's going to have to pick itself up and figure stuff out. And and I'm completely diverting my question, I think. But, hold but on, not um, only is it a new IP, it's a new Ubisoft IP, which is technically a multi-year beta that launches into a second game that's an actual full release that's everything fixed. Right. <laughs> so right. I agree with that in every case but The Division. Uh, um, no. Because Rainbow Six, absolutely. For Honor, absolutely. But... For the division, like the core of that game, um, of what most games expect to be, was very good. Yeah. The end what? game stuff, which is like the the industry adapting to software as a service as being a model for video games, um, wasn't good because no one had done it good yet. Right. Um, but that being said, it like, got good though. Like, if oh my god, it did. If you guys go back, like I, I think maybe Bobby, you played. Or maybe you didn't. I might be. I just got to the end game a few nights ago on my Xbox character. So when when you guys get to, uh, and if we go back and play it, when we get to the, uh, I can't remember the name of the expansion, but it's basically like a giant battle royale. Um, Mm -hmm. Oh, last stand, the survival one, right? Last stand. It's a survival one. Like you literally. Your helicopter. Oh yeah, like the the raids Fuck. and everything. No, yeah, there's no, no, no. one. There's a DLC they released where you get dropped in the dark zone. No, your helicopter with a... crashes. Oh yeah, yeah. You you have you have the virus and it's freezing cold and you have no gear and you're basically fighting to stay alive in the cold. Yeah. There's you're actively oh, dying. You're actively I do, dying. Yes, I do actively, that. Yeah. actively dying. Like actively you get freezing. Search, search for food and like <sighs> gear and all that. Yeah. I got to the very end of that and got killed by that fucking agent hunter that shows up at the end, and I was so upset because it was like an hour and a half of my time and I got fucking nothing. Yep. Um, but all this stuff being said, right, and all this like reminiscing we're doing, and what, guys, if you like this podcast, be prepared for it. We're going to continue to reminisce about the Division One, um, but uh, all of this stuff, and like, I can't be more excited for Division Two, and I think part of that, um, and it's something we haven't completely brought up directly 
is like what Bobby brought up earlier this week in chat, and that's that Ubisoft fucking crushes sequels. They do. Mm-hmm. Um, Assassin's Always. Creed 2 was amazing. Yep. I think that's, that's honestly why Assassin's Creed's been falling off, because they haven't made sequels in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, like Assassin's Creed 2 was very, very, very good because yeah. it was a sequel to the original idea, and then Brotherhood was good because it was a sequel to 2. And then Revelations was good because it was a sequel to Brotherhood. And then like 3, 4, Rogue, mm. S- Black Unity, Flag. Uh, Black Flag was fucking great. That, yeah, that's Black Flag outlier. was awesome. Um, Unity, Syndicate, Origins was fucking great. Um, there's a backstory behind that. The same guy directed both of those games, and I think he's making a game in Japan. But anyway, um, there's those outliers. But like for the most part, I think that Ubisoft games have fallen off because they've stopped having stories that lead into each other. Right. So um, back to the question I asked a few minutes ago, did were any of the games that you guys played that you were hyped about that weren't so good part of a series? And did you were you able to come back? Uh, Call of Duty. I used to be diehard Call of Duty. Ooh, you fuck, man. I don't play like, Call of Duty anymore. All the freaking time. And the last one I played before this one was Modern Warfare 2. Like a wow. long time yeah, ago. Are you playing the new Black Ops? I'm playing new black I'm playing new Black Ops now because the reason I got it was because of the Battle Royale. I didn't buy it because of the multiplayer. And the Battle sure. Royale. Battle Royale is really good. I like that one. They caught my attention on it and brought me back. But I hated the first Black Ops. Like, I played the campaign. It was all right. I played multiplayer. I was like, eh, whatever. But I was more into, like, the arcade zombies that you could get into from the start menu mm-hmm. than the yeah. actual game itself. Yeah. Um, and then, sense. like, from then on, I was like, nope, not doing it. Found Battlefield instead, and I said, uh, Battlefield's a lot better than Call of Duty. Not going to do anything with that. Yeah. I, and played that consistently, like, nonstop with every new game that came out. And I was I don't think I've ever been disappointed until Battlefield Five came out. So, anyway, that's a different story. But yeah, There was I always think, like... Oh, go ahead, Bob. Oh, go. Go, go, go. You got it, man. No, I was going to say, I... I, I'm I'm right there with I'm right there with Ryan. Like I played I was a I played Modern Warfare three. I played Black Ops one, World at War. I mean, t- you know, hundreds upon hundreds of hours in all of those games. Um, and then yeah, I think yeah you know, we'll get to that in a second. There, um, you know, the chat brought up a, a good point, which we haven't talked about. You know, any of those, and I feel those completely fall into things in different categories. MMOs. Um, but yeah, I, and then even like to, to Ryan's point is, uh, black ops four came out and the second they said there was a battle Royale mode, that was the only reason I was interested. That's the only reason I spent $60 on that game. If so if they hadn't, so if they hadn't done it, you wouldn't have come back. I wouldn't wouldn't have touched it. If there was not a battle Royale. So I have played maybe 30 minutes of the actual multiplayer. Um, and that's it. I I went and I was like, I'm going to give it a shot. Uh, and then I don't care. Um, so Call I, of Duty didn't even save Call of Duty. PUBG saved Call of Duty. Yes. Yeah. No, Battle Royale saved Call of Duty. So, went, pub, so PUBG saved Call of Duty. Uh, the, the hype piece of it with Call of Duty, though, like there, like, of course you have a choice in this situation, but there was a point in time where you didn't have a fucking choice. You were playing Call of Duty games. Right, like, yeah. Yep. Like, year after year, it didn't fucking matter. You were buying Call of Duty, and then there was a hype around, like, oh my god, here comes another Call of Duty. Get fucking hype, boys. We're gonna get it. Doesn't matter what it is. 
Cool, we're going to get hype. Oh, man. And so you do that shit. Man, I just remember, like, in Modern Warfare 3, the commercials with, like, Robert Downey Jr. and yeah. uh, just... I don't uh, remember that at all. I don't. There was that Modern Warfare 3 commercial that had, like, all the celebrities in it. Yep. Um... And it was just ridiculous. Oh shit! And yeah. then they had that. They had the 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 Call of Duty zone where uh, J- uh, Justine. Uh, I can't, I'll butcher her last name. I can never. I Justine like was hosting it, and they had like the, the Hastro and Fwiz like actually like coaching these teams in this like arena. Um, and it was just it had gotten so out of control. Uh, and then it just. The hype train derailed. It, it happened. Just went, yeah, it just too fell much off hype. the bridge and f- blew up in a fiery death at the bottom of the canyon. Just so, so then they got hurt. Like, so you had hype benefit a game and you had hype hurt a game because the hype turned negative around it. Like, right. shit sucks. The pendulum so, swung yeah, completely so, to the other end of the spectrum. So hype. So maybe we're maybe I'm make pointing out the obvious, but I think. It would be easy to say that hype can impact both like a single game and an entire series. It's a double edged sword, hundred percent. Yeah, um, and that as well. Yeah. Um, can I, would, I say one one thing really quick on that? Yeah, go go. The, the, the one thing I just want to add into it, and like we had this discussion uh, at length with me and a friend, especially around Red Dead, because I'm just like, how can you fucking like this trash? And like, I mean, like, Ooh. like that's, I know it's big, oh, but fuck, at, at the end dude. of the time. <laughs> Like, oh, ladies and gentlemen, down. I hope you've enjoyed Bobby being a part of this podcast. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Oh, I, I think I think it comes down to like My we get hurts. we get very self conscious if we don't like something <laughs> or if we do like something that isn't involved around like a, a hype or a zeitgeist. And I think that that really nowadays especially impacts like should yeah. we like something like like trust me, I did not want to dislike that game more than anybody. I didn't want to dislike that game. And to like be in a situation where I had to come back to the group and have the conversation like, yo, is anybody else like experiencing this? Like, and I'll talk at another time and place, like all the cascading things that happened for my disdain with that game. But like, it's hard to be on the fringe of something that there is hype for where you just can't connect with it. And I think that that causes to Caleb's point earlier, like pessimism or, you know, it causes people to, to be overly optimistic in situations like I didn't have that experience. Like, why are you having that experience? It's like, there's sure. a lot that goes into it. See, and, and like coming with the, the whole topic we're on right now, like I was really surprised that like there was more than one series that, that pulled me away from itself. And I was like, really like, cause I really thought about it today when Caleb like gave me the, or brought the idea to me. I was like, you know, I didn't think about it, but Gears of War, mm-hmm. as soon as Gears of War 3 came out, it like the multiplayer changed 100%. Like you dive and shoot. Like there was so many, like you just bounce off walls, kill people, shotguns, you could snipe them. Like I I was completely done and I haven't gone back to a Gears of War. Forza threw me off from the, Mo- the motorsports games when they dropped the first Forza Horizon and it was Playground Games first take on an open world and they butchered the graphics butchered butchered like the game quality as a whole yeah and i'm talking about one of the games that i love more than anything almost more than rocket league probably and like god people just having hot ass takes today (laughs) but like but they bounced back forza bounced back the second one came out the second horizon came out and it was 
graphics were just right along with how motorsports looked and I couldn't have been any more happier. And now it's basically take for take. Like you drive, you're driving from motorsports straight into horizon. Like it's the graphics are fantastic. Like the scenery, everything. It's, it's amazing. They, they obviously perfected it, but the first take was was probably my worst experience. You could argue that Halo lost its hype too, you know, for various reasons, like you're talking about right now. Also, man, fuck the haters. Halo Five was great. <laughs> I loved Halo Five and Halo Four, but that's because I read all the fucking books because I'm a huge nerd. Kind of. I, I still, <clears throat> I, I, I'm dead a little bit inside because Bobby said Red Dead Two, and then was a worthless piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hit that life alert button. No, they'll, they'll show up and and help you out. Yeah, I, I look. You guys give me another two hours to talk about that. I'll I'll, I'll take you guys to school on it. I think I think that's the first Ooh. episode of gonna educate the, the right. deep dive podcast you're gonna do, Caleb. Uh, oh yeah, this is why I wanted to do it, I think, Bobby I think, specifically, because he didn't it. like it. Yeah, I think uh, I think there's your first episode of post mortem right there. I'm gonna be <laughs> fuck yeah, dude. listening in on that one. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, we've talked about that. making that happen for sure. Yeah, we have. We'll do um, it. Okay, so. Bobby has already made it painfully clear that Red Dead harshed his mellow. Um, for the rest of you guys, Shit what? His uh, lunch. It didn't harsh his mellow. It took a big dump in a lunch. Apparently, it's pissed in his it's Cheerios. Good. Which yeah, to me, good. you can shit in my lunch. I'll just go buy a lunch. You piss in my Cheerios, I will murder you. Anyway, <laughs> um, what game have you guys played recently or not that you were super excited about that when you got into it, you were just like. Mm. Nope. Never mind. Division. What? Yeah. You didn't like the Division one. I did, but when once we got to all the the points of, all right, well we're gonna update this because we found out that this is bad. All right, so <laughs> like, so like the. I wish that was somebody's when, actual tweet. <laughs> Yo, we fixed this because apparently it's bad. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, so like the work. Dark Zone, they were they were on like. As soon as Dark Zone came out, they were dropping like top, like top notch gear, everything like that. And they're like, "Oh shit, we are overpowering everybody." Yeah. All right, so we're cutting it all. You're never getting another gold thing ever again. So then we're like, "Well, now shit. Now I'm super low level. They still have all their good stuff. I don't. I don't play. I didn't take the first week off of work like some of these people do just to play a game. And now I'm like level five with you know gray weapons." And it's like, what am what am I what am I supposed to do now? And then they're like, oh shit, we we really messed up on those people. So so we'll do half and half, <laughs> or three quarters and none. It's like I don't. I think you're gonna hate the future of video games, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like they they updated it almost weekly, at yeah. least at least ten times. It's like, dude, obviously you weren't ready for this. So what's funny? Out. So what's funny about that? story to me is that like you're a huge fan of rainbow six yes and they did that shit a lot too but yeah, I but, but i we didn't, didn't get into it until yeah. after they were fucking done yeah i was like five years later and i'm like hey rainbow six siege is pretty yeah. cool and you're like i know I've... so it's that's i think that that's what makes me excited about division two is because like clearly they learned because they turned division one into a great oh, game yeah and uh division two like they did the p well, we didn't talk about this in the news but they did the uh, pvp and and dark zone 
like revealed this week and gave us details about everything. And the whole time I was glued to the screen, I was like, dude, there's three dark zones and they're all different and different things happen. And sometimes they're occupied. And like the whole time I was just like, my voice got louder and my breathing yeah, I got think, shorter. I think, I think chat brings up a good point, right? And this is, this is becoming a thing. And if we think back to games as a service, and I know we talked about this a couple episodes ago, but if we, division and destiny were both the first two of their kind in that regard right um yeah you know there was a there was that plain text file you could edit and alter the game uh <laughs> for the first division i don't know if you guys knew about that um is your is your house on fire what's going on over there no i, I was <laughs> you, I was are you guys okay skiwi. okay i was pointing out that chat from that message from skiwi and exhaled and i was like oh shit yeah i just want to make sure everything's okay um, no, no what, I, what I'm getting at is, is they were the first I'm games the of Magic kind, Dragon. and now everybody is looking at them. And I, we, we've got you know roughly about ten minutes left. Um, and I, I, in the main topic, and I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to belabor the point, but I think if you look at the way that the Division Two is being handled, and then you look at the like we have not heard shit about the uh, the anthem about anthem. Or the division oh, until the last like two weeks. There's been just data dump. Um, Anthem, but also like we still don't know what the fuck Anthem was going on with Anthem. Right, right, right. And I'm not even saying that. Like, yeah, the story's we yeah, lock the, and the key. story is lock and key, which is phenomenal. They're doing a great job with it. Um, Casey Hudson's got his hair game 100 percent ready for the release of this. <laughs> um, and. It's, I feel like you want to kiss that dude. I think I think he's got his hair game ready for it too. The the all right. <laughs> oh, I said it. Sorry, sorry, chat. The hair game's out. We got it. Hold on, we're gonna go Korean emo kid here. There we go. <laughs> Straight up. No, it's yeah. not Korean emo kid. I'm sorry. You're just you're just Spider Man three, Tobey Maguire, and I won't. Oh I won't my god. You. That's fine. Oh. <laughs> You just that hurt. That's that's Ryan's most hopeless, most hyped moment to hurt him. <laughs> Toby Maguire, Spider Man, <laughs> fucking um. dancing down the street. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, oh fuck, dude. I don't know if I can think of a game that yeah, Bobby. Bobby's that. got it. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> Jesus, I, I really don't. <laughs> He took off his hat. That's amazing. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, we're all professionals, everybody. All right. We're all professionals. One step closer to soft close. <laughs> anyway, but how is your how is your knit hat not part of your soft clothes, my dude? <laughs> oh, I don't I don't want anything up here when I'm in my soft clothes. Nothing. <laughs> All right, all right. Uh, I want to point out, chat just chat just called uh, Eric a young Greg Miller, and I've I've said this to him before. I've said he looks like Game Over Greggy just a little bit. For those of you who know who that is, um, I can't think of a game that I hated. I don't. I, I uh, or that I did that I wasn't that I wasn't super excited about after hype. I want to move on to the last question, but I can't think of a game that uh, I kind of like stumbled over. Fuck, Sea of Thieves. <laughs> yeah. See, I wasn't super hyped about Sea of Thieves. I thought it was going to be cool, but... It, I thought it was going to be so much better than it was. Yeah, I wasn't let... I think the experience was exactly what I thought it was going to be. I think it was... 
Yeah, that's not a. Yeah, maybe if it's Chad I found it. Really good I know point. it is. Final Fantasy. I know it is. Eleven. Final Fantasy. Oh fuck. Wait, wait, wait. Eleven two or uh, uh, ten two. Ten two. Uh, yeah, I think. How about Final Fantasy thirteen? Did anybody fucking like those games? Yeah, I, I haven't played a single like... Final Fantasy. That's all right. Um, so I feel like I lucked out. No, I haven't beaten I liked, <laughs> I liked thirteen. Now here's it, it, see here's the thing. I'm gonna do exactly what we always do, Caleb. I'm gonna defend X two. X two. It's and... ten two. You fucking Crow Magnon. Whatever. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna defend 10-2. Uh, I was reading. Do you go to buy an iPhone X2, you dweeb? Yes. Uh, <laughs> but my point is, is Friend of camp. X2 <laughs> came out. Yep, go ahead. Keep, just get through it. Just fucking spit it out, homie. Friend came of out. Oh, <laughs> Damn, I can't even get my... They I'm can't even sorry. shout out my fucking Twitch handle. I'm that sorry. Is. In the chat. In the chat. In the fucking chat. Skiwi, no one, no one listening to this in podcast form knows this, but in chat, after, in response to Ryan saying he's never played Final Fantasy, fucking Smurf said... <laughs> I said it was okay, and Smurf said, no, you were deprived, friend of Caleb. <laughs> Which, man, I don't... Oh, oh, God. Oof, I'm, so oh God. Anyway, this no, podcast is a fucking mess. <laughs> 10-2 came out as a preface to get people ready for the way the combat system worked in the MMO 11. End of conversation. Because the combat system in 10-2 was exactly what 11 was. You switched job classes, you had gear sets for every job class, and you had a single character. Um, that... For those of you who don't know, Eric is our resident JRPG expert. I, I almost I almost spent fifty dollars today on the on the definitive edition of Tales, and then I was like, Nah, I'm not gonna do that. Um, <laughs> but I still I still maybe might do that. Uh, yeah, I, Black Desert Online's having stuff pop up in the store, and I'm sure you're. Now I already tried that on PC. I'm not yeah. Oh, you were so excited about it. That sucks. There's a hype. There's a game you were hyped for that turned out bad. No, so, no, it wasn't. It wasn't hype. It's that's not a JRPG. That's a Korean game. Um, it's so, a KRPG. K-R-P-G. Sorry, it's one letter off. K-pop. It's a K-pop RPG. Ski, we spend 100 on games today. That's awesome. Um, so I figured out my game, and I think, oh fuck, what's the last question? Because oh, we've okay, yeah, we're, we're kind of there. We're good. We're good. Cool. Yeah. So um, this is maybe going to start a little bit of a discussion. Um, we've got about six minutes to to chit chat, um, but uh, one of the things I was most excited for that never fucking came out and this is something we haven't talked about yet is the number of games you're like oh my god that never show up like star wars 1313 oh, <sighs> no, r.i.p god which star wars now god yeah damn it. dude well, you, let's but, just say all the star wars games but the <laughs> yeah, one for the one for me yeah that sucks the one for me that i re-encountered this week is what rainbow six siege became anybody remember what rainbow six was supposed to be before siege it was a game called Rainbow Six Patriots. <gasps> and the fucking trailer was a dude getting kidnapped from his house and a bomb being strapped to him. And then you playing as Rainbow Six going down the Brooklyn Bridge trying to find a bomb while the cops are going after him, getting an okay from command to kneecap police officers so you can get there first, and then finding out that the bomb has a remote detonator so you heft the guy and throw him off the bridge because you're like... I. We got to save the rest of the people on this bridge. 
And then That's they released right. a they released a story trailer later that was a businessman on Wall Street and a dude walking in, strapping a bomb to his chest and throwing him out the window into downtown New York and detonating him as he hit the ground. That's and it was right. about people taking power back from like the fucking oppressive one percent. I was so excited about that fucking game. I and, wonder why it didn't come out. And it didn't come out because the one percent video games have a really hard oh. time getting political. <laughs> um, the one percent right? You off to not put that out. Yeah, there? look at Far Cry Five. I will die. I will die on the battlefield of Far Cry Five was a misrepresent mis. Uh, re- How do I say that? What am I trying to say? I think Far Cry Five was was uh, missed. The point was missed by a lot of people, because um, people forget that like Far Cry Four had a petition in Nepal that they take Nepal out of the game because it was a poor representation of their country. And like the islands that somewhat were represented in Far Cry 3, like people were pissed about like how they were representing like pirates and people in those islands. Uh, And then Far Cry 5 comes out and people were like, man, it's like all of the worst parts of America were turned to 11. Like I was like, yeah, that's what they fucking do. (laughs) They make games where like all of your worst traits are like at 10 or at 11. The uh, Belize did it with Ghost Recon too. The new Ghost Recon. Uh, Bolivia, not Bolivia. But yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, Absolutely. Um, Ubisoft just has a habit of making shit that takes people out of... Dude, The Division... Said this year they were they weren't going to be political, and I was like, guys, it takes it's place in, in fucking, fucking Washington, Washington D.C. Yeah, jinx. Right. Uh, <sighs> I forgot. What anyway, there was a question in there somewhere, right? Or, no. Uh, oh. Yeah, I was going to see if if you guys real quick could come up with anything that you got super excited about that never ended up coming up. Uh Titan. I think uh, Skiwi said it in the chat. Uh, I was super hyped to see what Blizzard's next giant MMO was going to be. Um, and then it, uh, then it came to, it turned into Overwatch. So I'm still excited as to whatever that was, um, you know, cause that was going to be, I would, I still hold to this, uh, this argument that the, um, Titan or sorry, Overwatch is the PVP component of what Titan was going to be. And they took core mechanics uh yeah final fantasy 7 remake is another one i think skiwi brought up in chat uh, as well <laughs> that game is uh, coming eventually maybe yeah uh <laughs> Super. i mean I, i'll probably have to go with with like the star wars like pick a fucking star wars game and you know it broke my heart i mean yeah i'm just all in on it like i just wish that there was more is that yeah. shirt part of your soft clothes no, oh, okay. no, you, you'll see my soft clothes one night. Don't right. worry. Whoa, <laughs> Are we maybe for the extra life stream. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at the land party, I'll be the guy in the clothes. union suit running around. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we actually missed uh, Eric brought up real quick as we're wrapping up the, the questions and stuff. Um, Eric brought up something earlier in the news that we thought we were going to get to and we didn't, uh, and that was that the the game industry is kind of evolving to to deal with hype. Um, And uh, Ubisoft is actually reining themselves in, which I think we're seeing even more now. Um, Far Cry 5 was pretty quiet. Um, Bioware has been very quiet. Far Cry um, New Dawn has been relatively quiet. But most importantly, Division literally didn't say shit until last week. Um, 
and then Anthem was being super quiet. Yeah. But the the example that I know Eric was expecting me to talk about, and I'll bring up real quickly, is do me a favor and think about, <clears throat> or just look up, I'm sure there's videos, look up some stuff about the hype that followed Watch Dogs 1 oh, for yeah. three and a half years. Oh, God. And then the reception of that game, right? Which, um, if you haven't played that game, don't do what I just said and just go play it. It's a, it's actually a pretty good fucking game. Yeah. Um, but people did not like it because of what they saw for three and a half years. And then look at how Ubisoft showed up at E3 2016 and announced Watch Dogs 2 for November of that year. Yeah, it was crazy. So they went from three and a half years to like, let's just announce it in a, and release it like this year. Uh, and Watch Dogs 2, people loved. Yeah. And it was, it was a much, it was a better game Still for sure. Oh God, that game is so good. I know. And we're probably getting a Watch Dogs 3 this year. And I think I like a lot that studios are becoming they're doing the work for us. I know so many people that don't watch movie trailers because they're like, I don't want to know anything about it. And the people that make good movie trailers are people that don't give stuff away. I think video game studios are starting to uh stop talking about the shit that's coming out and making it harder for us to like get super hype about it and also harder for us to to ruin um our experiences just by stuff ahead of time yeah uh, also i don't play betas i've gotten in arguments with people about this and they're like we should why not you're you're a game journalist why don't you play betas because <laughs> and it was literally during the battlefield 5 beta which ruined so many people's will and wanting willingness to play that game um but yeah it's because betas are broken always um but whatever i don't know why i felt like i had to throw that in yeah no i um <laughs> yeah I, I don't disagree with you for not wanting to play betas I, I understand why you don't play them i play them because i provide copious like i take notes during the beta on bugs that i see and i actually provide copious amounts of feedback on whatever forum is available and things like that so i play betas for what they're actually meant to be right i should also correct that and say i don't play betas of games like call of duty and battlefield I played. I've oh, played the fuck yeah, out of some betas, this. but yeah. I'm not gonna play Battlefield's beta because it's gonna be fucking Battlefield yeah, when. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah I, I, I understand what you're saying. Um, no, I think it's. I think Ubisoft is starting to learn. I'm gonna go back to my point a little bit earlier with Destiny being Destiny, uh, the Division One, and Watch Dogs in particular being, um, these monumental like pins that everybody can go back and look at in, in on the timeline of oh shit that was ooh, that was handled really bad and even destiny 2 to an extent right uh same kind of thing mm. uh, destiny 2 destiny 2 was like they ignored the first two and a half years of experience they right made. um and then they you know they came out with forsaken and i think that's the, you know sets a bad precedence um we've talked about that before but i think it's it's really interesting the way that we're starting to see and i think it, it we're going to see it as we build further and further up closer to e3 and the next of the year comes out i mean just to just to you know be a little forward thinking and you know i was not on i would i played anthem in the close alpha i was i was not i was the way that i put it in chat was is i was standing at hype train station uh, I had yet to get on the train yet. I read the article that IGN put out this past week that went into it, details about how the end game works and everything, the, the Elder game, as it's called. Uh, very fancy. Um, 
and now I'm officially on the train and it's left the station. Like I'm ready to go. Let's fucking that game. Let's go. Uh, Wait, what game? Anthem. Um, yeah. Wait, it's sure. called the Elder Game. Yeah, once you yes. hit max level thirty, you go into the Elder Game. Um, what the fuck is going? Uh, this game can't get me more hyped, but yeah, I might have called, to add a couple. Of, I might have to add a couple hype cars to the hype fucking train. Yep, it's called the Elder Game. Um, <sighs> yeah, it's gonna be amazing. And then, it, it, then the Division Two, I was hyped about, but to your point, I'm even more hyped about now. But we're forgetting some shit, guys. In the next sixty day or the next seventy days, Crackdown, Kingdom Hearts, yeah, Devil May Cry, Sekiro, uh, uh, Resident Evil Two just Resident came out. Resident Evil Two today. I mean, it is Metro Exodus. But yeah, yep. Jump Force. Uh, there are so, <laughs> so many games. I'm I'm actually kind of I didn't realize that Bleach characters were on the roster um oh, okay actually, that's kind of cool i'm actually kind of hyped cool. about that game now that i can yeah. uh and it's it's for those of you who are like super anime nerds like i am it's not it is the version of ichigo who's the main character in the bleach manga um and anime <laughs> it's the version of him from the arc that never got animated so yo anyway not going so that. if i could i want to interrupt you real quick i will be excited about an anime mashup fighting game as soon as they add Mugen and Jean from fucking Samurai Champloo, and as soon as they add fucking Spike Spiegel from Jump, Cowboy Bebop. Jump Force could do it. They could. And if they do, I will play that game. Yep. But until then... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, guys. So, this podcast has been fucking uh, hilarious. <laughs> um, and a little bit messy, and I love it. I, I am going to say soft clothes every time I put on soft clothes. But they have to they, end with a Z. With a Z. Yeah. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Wait, then how do you spell clothes? Let's put, put a Z in there, man. Just a Z anywhere? Yeah. C Z L O T H E S. That's what I'm wearing. Amazing. Soft clothes. Yeah, I'm going to be like, hey, baby, I'm going to go put on soft clothes. My wife there will just is. look Skitty's at me and be like, what? Oh, C-L-O-Z. Mm, I like it. Yeah. A train. This episode has been a train wreck of hype. Smurf, that's the name of this episode. The hype train wreck. The hype <laughs> train wreck. I love it so much because it says so many things. Um, but as you guys know, we wrap up the show with bounties, and that's when we tell you what we've been getting into for the last week so that you can get into it for the next week while we get into other stuff. That is probably the most convoluted way I've described <laughs> that and probably the way I'll describe it for the rest of my life. Perfect. Um, to start it off, I'll say um, this week I've been playing uh, a bunch of Spider Amazing Spider-Man on PS4 just because I moved and uh, at my PS4 I set up first for some reason. And... Um, that game's super good. I don't know. I don't, no one needs to know that. You all know it's super good. Um, but yeah, there's that. Uh, my wife and I have been watching um, the Sabrina show on Netflix. It's good. Yo, that like, shit is dark. Like Sabrina Teenage Witch? Yeah, it's like an origin story of Sabrina the Teenage Witch, and it's dark. Yeah, like in the first episode, a demon climbs out of a tree, and the tree is surrounded by people hanging from the limbs. Yep. It's fucking amazing. Oh, Real good. It's so dark. Um so that show's dope. Um, she finished it without me, so like, fuck you. But unbelievable um, <laughs> disrespect. But yeah, uh, and I haven't been reading anything interesting. 
because I moved. I moved into a house. I told you guys I was going to be maybe doing this last week. And uh, this week we are recording in my office. Um, so, yeah, that happened. Um, anybody? Uh, Ryan, what 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 have you been? What you been in this week? You you guys are gonna hate me. Uh oh. I've been fucking farming it up, y'all. <laughs> yeah, get it, baby. Get them combines Man. going. Not even, dude. Not even kidding. I dumped, I dumped freaking fifteen hours in two days in the farming simulator seventeen. I it was the dumbest. Actually, more than that because I, I went to my in-laws' house. My brother-in-law's house, and we played Farming Simulator 19 for eight hours, and then I came home and dumped 15 hours into 17. I don't know why I'm like <laughs> attached to this game, but like I got off. Like I I went home the other day from doing some errands and stuff, and I was like, you know what? I need to go check my fields. Like, I need to see if that shit's ready. <laughs> like, man, the soybeans are up right now. I'm loading this whole... Like, Caleb was waiting for me the other night for, like, an hour. Yep. He was like, all right, we're, we're going to play some Halo Wars 2. And I was like, all right, let me let me fill this this train load up real quick. This train load will give me, like, two, a good... Oh, damn, it'll give me $200,000. Then I can buy another combine and and send Billy down the road. And I was just like, dude, I can't. Dude, I think I'm buying a new outfit for the stream just for those days. (laughs) Like, flat shirt. Like, straw hard clothes. Yeah, we got our hard clothes. No Z. The next thing you know. No Z. But it's got two Ds. But it's got two Ds. Two Ds. The next thing you know, you're going to be into American Truck and Simulator, and that's Dude, when we're going to introduce you. I've thought about it. That's no, the bad no, thing. No, I've thought about that, it. That's when we're going to introduce you to the Adamuski. Um, Dude, remember, remember the old like 18-wheeler uh, arcade game at Chuck E. Yeah, Cheat yeah. or any of those arcades? Dude, I've dumped all my money into those yep. games. Oh, yeah, my God. So race the stupid black and purple truck that always oh. beat me no matter what. Fuck yeah. that truck. There's, there's a freaking game at Chuck E. Cheese where you sit in an X-Wing cockpit and fly around, and you spent your money on semi-truck Dude, I, that steering wheel was big as fuck. I love that thing. I was like oh, six. Fuck God. you. <laughs> This might be the best, best clothes ever. All week. Oh, Literally God. had the whole week off, played farming simulator. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and what did you do? Please not get away from this. <laughs> Y'all are jealous. Fuck you. No, I'm not. Me or Bobby. He has, um, 50, he has farming simulator 15 on his Xbox. He says it's for his wife, but I don't really know. No, no. It's I, game no. Share, I game share with Odin. Nope. I think the you most the most it. hillbilly boy I know with the most <laughs> Greek the Greek god the, the Norse god name anyway I didn't buy that game guys please don't think less of me Eric what have you been doing this week so we can stop talking about farming in our video games I have not been playing Farm Simulator uh, Damn it. Uh, it would have been really funny if you were like playing Farming Simulator <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like Farming Nineteen motherfucker <laughs> no I was uh, I was in New York uh, got back yesterday late uh, late last night or early this morning whichever however you want to put it uh, for work uh, so I've not been doing much I, uh, I caught up on some podcasts um, you know that uh, I hadn't listened to in a couple weeks nope. um, I don't know what I'm gonna get into after this uh, I'm not really sure um, the division yeah maybe I'm gonna play the division uh, no have hundred percent not that. Uh, may play the division. Uh, may end up playing Black Ops. I don't know. Um, we'll hey, by the way, to speak to chat, Smurf, uh, next stream guaranteed. Yeah. 
Shit. Guaranteed. The hit, will, hidden goodwill am, uh, as soon as I get back home tomorrow. Yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then I'm just uh, I'm gearing up for um, the 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 tomorrow night. The the House of Glass evolves. Uh, 2.0 is officially launching. So we will. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be pretty hype. Speaking of hype, awesome. It's gonna be pretty hype. That's awesome. Anyway. Fucking hype train wreck all around. Bobby, wrap yes. us up, my friend. What have you been doing this week? Uh, I'm playing The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time on 3DS. Uh, I had a, a whole theory about revisiting some of your darlings and seeing if they hold up. So I'm doing that with my friend uh, Johnny right now. And uh, my wife and I watched the movie First Man last night. And that is so fucking good. Awesome. Um, is incredible uh everybody should watch that movie uh i think it's it showcases the greatest achievement in mankind uh beautifully it's done so well it's the director um of la la land telling that story and they do it's just it's so good god yeah. it's so good damien chazelle is fantastic yep um sorry Bobby, i didn't mean to cut you off i did want to mention that punishers i'm also watching that and it's just he's haunting Good. Yeah, I've heard it's really, really good. Netflix hasn't canceled it yet. It'll come. Um, It'll come. What also, if it doesn't? Also, because the mouse wants its money. Yes. Also, Bobby, I love the like grade school world map behind you. I just want. <laughs> oh yeah, it's phenomenal. It's very nice. You know what's funny is that's a grade school world map, but it actually has the countries in the right proportion. It does. So the, the continents. Yeah. Because most grade school world maps make America like almost as big as Africa, and it's not even close. Uh, yeah, nope. season two. Smurf. Uh, and it still has the uh, Soviet Union up there. It does. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Is that map actually like 30 years old? Uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's does it roll old. up, too? It does. Yeah, it's it's got the other version here, there's, there's another one. Yeah, here. Do it, what? Bobby. What? What? Yes, what? it's got like the six copies. Yes, yes. he's got he's got the close ups of each one. Yes. Hell yes. That's outstanding. Yeah, let, let me make it a little bit bigger for y'all. There we go. That's that's like the thing my every social studies teacher has. Yeah, I'll be doing a live stream of going over it uh, one of these nights, or I just. Bobby does. <laughs> <laughs> <That's the shit>. In <laughs> my soft clothes. In my soft clothes. Oh, thank you for that nice, Mr. Black Hawaiian. I hope you stream as well. Can we get some shots? Black Hawaiian. You need to do. <laughs> you can't. You, uh, you can't use a laser pointer. You need one of those extendable pointers. You need to smack the map with That's it, like every time you point at something new. The newest show on Nerdy Kids TV. Bobby does maps. <laughs> oh my God! I need it. Obviously, land. <laughs> oh, oh no. I want to. Okay, what was the T-shirt I was going to make you last week, Bobby? Because you just got uh, another no, one. No Z, no sale. Yeah, no Z, no sale. Oh my God! Yes. And soft clothes has a Z in it. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I have to write these down. I, soft clothes is going on a shirt spelled S A W F T C L O Z. Soft claws. Soft claws. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. This is so good. I, this is so good, y'all. Um, so that's gonna do it for us, guys. I'm sure you're tired of listening to us laugh at really random shit. Um, but we appreciate you guys being here, nonetheless. Uh, 
we will be back again next week. Um, I don't remember what we're going to talk about, but we're going to talk about something. <laughs> and then, <laughs> I don't know why I did that nervous laugh. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> if you don't know already, um, this audio goes up on Mondays at 10. Um, I will be traveling to Florida sometime next week. I'm still not entirely sure when. That's fun. Um, but I will make sure to get the audio up for everybody. Um, if you... Didn't know already, you can catch those downloads on iTunes and Stitcher and other podcast apps, or you can head over to nerdybits.com slash listen to catch any of the podcasts. You can go to nerdybits.com slash read to read any articles that we put up. You're going to see like a 2,500-word book I wrote about Red Dead that will eventually turn into a post-mortem episode with Bobby. Um, and then uh, the, if you want to watch um, Eric or Ryan stream um, that is Hybrid Glass or Sergeant Sodium, you can head to nerdybits.com slash watch. You get to see a schedule of both of their streaming, and uh, you can hop in and check those things out. And, um, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at LubWub, um, also on Xbox. Bobby, where can people find you? Uh, I am Lumberjack Smack across the board. Uh, I'm... Well, except for Twitter. I'm at Bobby Pease on there. Smurf um, just, hold on, sorry, Bobby. He, Smurf he just, just realized, realized it. He just <laughs> he realized this. <laughs> What's going on? What happened here? He, he just, just realized, realized that I'm sorry. Ryan was. Oh, I shouted at, I didn't say Sergeant Fred, Sodium earlier, but Fred I said, I said he's not even going to call me by my Twitch handle. <laughs> It's just Lumberjack Smack on any gaming platform. Uh, I'm trying to get that across what? a few more spots. Uh, uh, but at Bobby Pease on uh, Twitter, yes. that's where you can find me for the most part. At Bobby Pease, at Lumberjack Smack on Xbox, and at Bobby P85 or P's85 on Instagram. BP's85. Does P's P's have a Z in it? it, it Depends on what time of night it is. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Eric, where can people find you? Hybrid glass. Everywhere it counts. Uh, Oh, I I got nothing else. I can't follow anything that just happened. Just just so chat's 100%. Claire, and friend, uh, friend of you Caleb, friend, friend, of, of, friend Caleb. of Caleb. You can you can find me at uh, Twitch, uh, friend of Caleb. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, this might be the this oh, this might be the best episode. I might switch my Twitch up and Xbox and everything. It's just gonna be friend, friend of Caleb. Everything. Your overlay is just like my face stretched into a wallpaper. <laughs> Your mouth open. I play in <laughs> my, my stream is in his mouth. I, I, <laughs> Okay, good. We now, uh, we have now defined what get the release means. Your stream is in his mouth. My stream is in your mouth, yes. Oh, Oh, that's not good. Full full release. All right. All right. All right. I almost just closed fucking, I almost just closed Skype because I want to get away from this so bad. Don't cross the stream. Don't cross the stream. Don't cross the streams, boys. All right. Is, is Fred Everybody going to host Bobby Does Maps? <laughs> yes, I, I am. I'm totally hosting Bobby Does Maps. <laughs> All Bobby, right. when you do Bobby Does Maps, Ryan and I will come just to sit in the audience so people can see the back of our heads. I, I got like just little love seat you guys can sit on over I here. See you know? I, I, I will make... go buy classroom desks. 
Yes. <laughs> bring them. Yeah. Just to have it for yeah, them. Yeah, man. It'll be great. Uh, It'll be amazing. Bobby does maps. Oh, All right. God. All right, boys. Everybody, thank you so much for Great listening. Episode. We understand yeah. this episode might have been hard for you to get through, but boy, it's amazing. Um, yeah, you guys are awesome. We love doing this, and uh, we'll catch you guys next week. So for Bobby, Ryan, Eric, and myself, Caleb, thank you for listening. Have a good rest of your week. Have a good night, guys. Woo. Bye, guys.